Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. This is Adam Carricker on the ticket. Position right of the quarterback, out of the shotgun, first and 20, jailbreak screen in the air. It is tipped, it is intercepted by Carricker at the Missouri 21-yard line. Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, eight-year NFL vet and All-American defensive lineman, Adam Carricker. Shotgun snap to Everett. He's got the left arm going, and now he's got a whole lot of Adam Carricker. ripped him down inside the 25-yard line. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com, here's your host, Adam Carricker. Welcome, everybody, to Adam Carricker on The Ticket. Alas, it is not a victory Monday, as we all know. I know, I, I pointed that out. I didn't need to do that. But here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today, a lot of stuff to cover, as always. Every Monday, noon to 1 p.m. Central Time, the fastest hour in radio each and every week here on 93.7, The Ticket. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, join me, whether it's The Chronicles, The Big Ten Show, whether I'm live interacting with you directly. Also on Wednesdays, noon to 1, Steve Taylor, former All-American Nebraska quarterback, has his show right here on The Ticket as well. Got plenty of stuff to cover. We're going to look back. Briefly, at the Michigan game, it's already been talked about, dissected at nauseum plenty over the weekend, but we'll recap it real quickly. We got a short week, Illinois, all right? Well, for some reason, there's an S in the word. I don't know why, but Illinois, where the S is silent on Friday, all right? And somebody even told me that Illinois opened up as a favorite. I have not looked a whole lot into depth into Illinois just yet, but I do have some things I want to cover when it comes to them, and I will just let the cat out of the bag right now. I do think that we will win that game. I know. Before you come at me with pitchforks and everything else, I do believe we will win that game. And if you've watched Illinois at all this year, they may be the single biggest disappointment in the Big Ten Conference. Northwestern is playing over their heads, which is awesome, fun to watch. Rutgers may be the biggest surprise, or Maryland, if you want to have a good football team, just put a tag of Viola at your quarterback spot, and it'll happen, I guess. That's how it works more often than not. Illinois may be the single biggest disappointment. I don't think people realize just how much they lost to the NFL. But we're going to chat about them just a little bit. I invited Rico to come on with me. He hasn't responded, so I've been ghosted by Rico. Thanks, Rico. It's all good. All right, but real quick, before we dive into all that, obviously Matt Rule's press conference is going on right now. I will be sent the updates, the highlights, the important stuff from there, and then we will chat about that quickly, probably around that 12.30 central time. All right, but real quickly, before we dive into all this, light this candle, do this thing, GE Landscape Supply has pavers and builders, easy for me to say, great accents for any backyard landscaping project. They sell to homeowners and contractors, and they deliver anywhere, near or far. Stop by at 6701 Corner Square Highway. Check out GELandscapesupply.com 
or call 402-467-1627. Now, the people segment, as always. So 1230, I'm going to give my thoughts and reaction to Matt Rule's comments at his press conference. Okay, but as always, the last 10 minutes of this show, call or text 402-464-5685. It's the people segment. People have asked me, Adam, where'd Character Live go? Well, this is kind of like Character Live because I'm sitting right here live with you fine folks. And you used to be able to ask me all sorts of questions on that Character Live show. Well, that's exactly what this is. So send me all your questions, your comments, your concerns. Call or text 402-464-5685, and I will answer them the last 10 minutes of this show, this fine program during the People's Segment. Now, looking back quickly, looking back at the Michigan game, all right, 45-7 to loss to Michigan. Uh, not a whole lot of offense there, as we know. Uh, you look at those stats real quickly. Okay, and these are a little bit misleading, if you will. Okay, we actually did put up 305 yards of offense. A lot of that was in the second half on their backups. I believe we have it was a 74-yard touchdown run that Joshua Fleeks had to avoid getting the shutout. Okay, we hadn't been shut out since 1968 at home, hadn't been shut out in general since 1996. Okay, that also bumped the rushing yards uh, that we had total in the game. That single rush up to 106 rushing yards. Michigan had 249. So, obviously, uh, they they ran the ball 51 times. I mean, goodness gracious. They came in with a mentality of physicality, and they ran the ball 51 times, averaged 4.9 yards per rush. All right, you look at Nebraska. That 74-yard run really bumped up our yards per rush average quite a bit. It was in the twos after that. Now it's actually five yards per rush. This is where stats can be misleading sometimes because we are averaging more yards per rush than Michigan, but clearly they they ran the ball better than we did. Stats can be misleading a little bit. A couple of stats that stood out to me, and I pointed this out in my gut reaction. I po- I've seen it pointed out elsewhere. Michigan's big, physical, talented, highly recruited quarterback, speed on defense, physical in the trenches. But you know what they also are? They're disciplined. Zero turnovers and zero penalties. If you want to be good, be big, fast, and talented. If you want to be great, be big, fast, talented, and physical. If you want to be elite, which is where Michigan has been and is trying to take it to the next level, be big, fast, talented, physical, and disciplined. Zero turnovers and zero penalties. I mean, it's not like... Nebraska had a ton. We had the one turnover, the interception on our first possession, ball batted in the air, gave Michigan the short field. Okay, they Michigan capitalized, went up 14 to nothing at that point. All right, but that was our own lone penalty on the day. Unfortunately, we weren't able to force any penalties, as I just discussed, when it came to Michigan. And honestly, we only had four penalties for 30 yards. That's actually a pretty good day. Okay, so we're improving in certain areas. Obviously, we got a long way to go. And that is the understatement of the millennium. That's That's for sure. Okay, you look at Harburg, all right, and his particular stats, all right, if I can find them here. I had them. There we go. All right, he was 14 to 25 on the day, 199 yards, okay, and one INT, all right. When it came to rushing, I mean, Fleeks had the one carry. He led all of our rushers with 74 yards. His average is 74 yards per carry, one rush for 74 yards. Phenomenal average. Can he maintain it? I have my doubts. All right, Anthony Grant ran the ball six times for 16 yards. This is more indicative of how the day actually went, 2.7 yards per carry. All right, Emma Johnson, two carries, nine yards, four and a half yards 
a per carry average. All right. Um, Harburg had nine carries for minus two yards. You know, a lot of that was due to sacks and whatnot. I, I w- and I talked about this right after the game. I would have liked to have seen more option plays. I would have liked to have seen more quarterback runs. And, you know, the concern is, well, we can't get him beat up. We can't get him hurt. Things of that nature. You know, if we're in the NFL, I played with Robert Griffin III, all right, in D.C. When the read option was taken, the NFL by storm. By the way, have you seen it much since? No, but I'll get to that. Colin Kaepernick was running it out in San Francisco, Okay. They would bring him in the game just to run the read option at that point. Alex Smith was still the quarterback with the Niners. If anybody remembers yesteryear, okay, give or take eight, nine, ten years ago, Alex Smith was a starter. They'd bring in Kaepernick. He'd run the read option. It was every defensive coordinator's nightmare. All right. With Robert, all right, whose locker happened to be right next to mine, right next to London Fletcher. I'd like to have London on this program at some point in time in the future. You want to talk about a bad A mofo. Sorry, I had to censor on the radio. All right. That's London Fletcher. All right. But Robert running that read option. But then the play action passes you could do off of things of that nature were just crazy. Okay. And obviously he's an elite talent injuries and other things, you know, plagued him throughout his career just a little bit, but set the league on fire. But I, in the back of my mind, I was like, you can't, you can't do this in the NFL. You can't do this. First of all, you play way more games. It's a mini car crash. Every time your franchise quarterback gets gets hit, you can't maintain this. And the last eight, nine, ten years later, hardly anybody's doing it. Certainly not with any sort of consistency. But this isn't the NFL. This is college football. I don't remember anybody ever once saying, oh, better not run Tommy Frazier. Oh, better protect Eric Crouch. Oh, better protect Scott Frost. Better protect, you know, whoever. Insert Nebraska option quarterback name from back then. Okay. College football is different. Yeah. The hits are violent, but the violent hits are being taken out of football. They're not as big and as violent like a small car crash like they are in the NFL. You don't play as many games. So I don't know why we didn't run it as much. Maybe they saw something on film. Maybe they didn't want to expose Harburg. Maybe Sims isn't healthy, you know, to a degree to be able to come into the game and be effective. So they were worried about that. I don't know. What I know is we had done it well coming into the game, and then we didn't do it anywhere near as much. So that's something I would have liked to have seen just a little bit more of hold on Rico texted me he finally got back to me I would never ghost you lies all right I can't join you I don't think because of okay he's got the rest of this text here I can try but it hasn't worked in the past all right Rico it's all good I appreciate you texting me Rico does a phenomenal job he's a good dude got to meet Rico face to face last Friday had a great time meeting several of the folks there because if you if you probably know, I do this show remotely. I have a studio in my basement. My commute to work is phenomenal. When I do the Chronicles, it's down the stairs to my basement to the left. When I do the Big Ten show, down the stairs to my basement to the left. When I do the ticket, down the stairs to my basement to the left. It's pretty awesome. So I got the opportunity to meet, I think, 95% of folks at the ticket. Okay, all the full-timers, I do believe, last Friday. And that was pretty awesome. Got the chance to meet Rico. He's been phenomenal to work with. Okay. So he does a great job. Just got to have a little fun. Bust his balls just a smidge here and there. All right. Let's put a button on this Michigan-Nebraska game. I don't want to spend a whole bunch of time on it. You know, Nebraska hasn't gotten a sack in two games. There was a point in the year very early on where we led the nation in sacks. And then a couple of weeks ago, we were number one in the Big Ten in sacks. Now we haven't had a sack in two weeks. Okay. So we've got to find a way to get after the quarterback defensively, force turnovers. All right. 
up until last game, you know, I was like, hey, we're pretty good at stopping the run. Hey, if we blitz, we can get after the quarterback. We're just not great at doing it without blitzing, you know, and then Michigan, you know, how much is that of that is Michigan is really, really good and we got a long ways to go. I think it's a combination of both. That is by far the best Michigan has looked all year, by far. And I think that's a compliment to Michigan, maybe looking at their first four opponents. And Rutgers, has, they're 4-1 this year. They played well. Okay, they play, Michigan played Rutgers by four. They played us. But looking at their first four opponents and maybe saying, hey, we don't have to open up the playbook too much, but when we go on the road in, a, in a, what's going to be a fun environment, at least to start the game, I know not everybody was still in attendance at the end of the game. It gets a little rough when a game like that's going on. But we, we better come out rolling, and they did. So credit to Michigan. I think what bothered me the most about the game Saturday, as lopsided as it was, as clear as it is, that we already knew this, but it became more in your face, um, kind of insulting to the level that it was at Saturday, but we got to get better. I think what bothered me, we didn't compete. And I'm not even talking from a physical standpoint. All right. I mentioned this after the game, but Michigan put their backups in mid- midway through the third quarter, and they outscored us the remainder of the game 10-7 to 7, with pretty much the majority of our starters in. So physically, they have the advantage. So the fact that the separation was what it was and is what it is, and the fact that it physically they're just better right now, not close, not debatable. I think what bothered me is we didn't compete from a mental standpoint. You don't, you can control your attitude. You can control your effort. You can control your mental approach. You can control how you start a game. You can control during the game. And yeah, there's emotions. And yeah, there's competitiveness that comes out. And that can be challenging at times. But I didn't see us compete from a mental approach right from the start of the game. That's what bothered me the most. Okay, their coach is in his, what, ninth or 10th year? We're in year one under rule. Okay, duly noted. They probably have the physical advantage on us Well, into the game probably. Yeah, they clearly have the physical advantage. All right, duly noted. Maybe they win. I don't know. Maybe they win by a lot. I don't know. But we didn't compete mentally. We didn't compete emotionally. We didn't compete with our consistent effort throughout the game. I noticed... When Michigan's backups went in on defense, they were actually getting to our quarterback better than their starters were. I mean, is that because their backups are just better pass rushers, but they're not as good at stopping the run, so they don't play as much? You got to be more well-rounded when you, if you want to play. Is it because we weren't playing as hard in the second half? I don't know. Here's what I know. It's hard to judge the second half effort when you didn't come out mentally in the first half ready to fight and scratch and claw and lay it all out on the field regardless of what the scoreboard says. That's what bothered me the most. There were some individual efforts, to be clear, but not as a team. Not as a team. Not as a team. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Quarterback competition finalized. That's a question that I've been asked. It kind of seems like Harburg's the guy. We also don't know for sure where Jeff Sims is 100%, you know, as far as being 100% physically, 90%, 80%. I don't blame Rule. I'd be the same way as a coach. They don't give you much when it comes to injuries. And I'd be, like I said, I'd be the exact same way. 
as someone who's trying to talk about the team somewhat coherently, I'd like more info, but uh, his job, his life isn't to make my job easier. His job is to be the best Nebraska football coach he can, and I respect that. Is the quarterback competition finalized? We, we don't know because we don't know Sims's his health status. He's got to be getting close if he isn't already there to be in pretty stinking healthy. I mean, I thought Harburg fought. I thought he had some accurate passes. We have no ability to threaten anyone deep. Um, we, like I said, we didn't run the quarterback a ton. I felt like what we did on offense was limited. We're limited to begin with. Um, I do think Harburg is the starter. I would love to see Sims utilized in other ways and other areas, especially when he's healthy. Hey, we got a ride receiver going to running back. You know, Sims, he runs the ball pretty well. What about, hey, we got no vertical deep threat at wide receiver. Not realistically, not consistently, not anybody they trust anyways. I look forward to Malachi Coleman, a big, tall, fast, athletic receiver being on the field when they feel he's ready. Can Sims catch? I don't know, but he's tall, he's fast. Can he just run a decent post route, corner route, hitch and go? Can he do something? Can he just, can he just catch and get some yak yards after catch? i just love to utilize what we have to the most of what we have. And, of course, I didn't get to Illinois very much, and I spent way more time on Michigan than I thought I would. So I apologize for all of that. I try to be a man of my word, but here's the deal. It's a short week, but we're going to have plenty of time to talk about Illinois where the S is silent as this week goes along. All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.